Hi, my name is Bokani Mbalai. Um, I am 21 years old and I suffer from anxiety. Yep, I know, I know. It took me a long time to realize that I have anxiety. I think for the longest time, I always assumed that I was just high struck. I, I mean, you can, I told most of my friends, when I found out I had anxiety, let me start there. I told most of my friends, look guys, um, look, I got diagnosed by a therapist with anxiety. And they were like, but why didn't you, why, how did you, how did you not know this? How did you only realize this now? And I understand where they're coming from, but I just always thought that I was just high strung. I just thought I was, I just, I don't know. I just thought everyone else went through the same things that I went through and that, um, they were just better at hiding it. I don't know. That's, that's how I thought. That's how I understood what I was going through but looking back at it now and having that term or that name to you know understand what I've been through it it makes a lot of sense like I should have seen it earlier and it's not like I didn't know what anxiety was like I knew what it was and I I understood what it was but I was like whoa there I'm just stressed I just get like I get stressed every single day of my life but I'm just stressed like I felt like stress was like it was like um okay let me rather say I felt like anxiety was like a lifestyle thing not in not in not in a good way but like anxiety was like a it made it more serious it made it it made it more I can't get out of this whereas I felt like I was just stressed and at some point in my life I would just I would just become chilled like this warm wash of like chill will just rain over me and I'll just be calm and I'll just be able to process my emotions really well and deal with situations that I wouldn't have been able to deal with before a lot better like I just thought that someday it would happen and then when I got anxiety plunked up on um in front of me I was like whoa 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 this is a lot more serious than I think it is and now I have to kind of figure it out. So I have anxiety. But other things about me are that um, I'm 21, old, 21 years old. I am currently in third year. Hoping to get into honors next year. And I'm studying 3D animation and motion design. Um, it's pretty cool pretty stressful pretty hard typical university stuff um and yeah um so my anxiety story um or how i found i don't know (laughs) i think like i said i've always known that i was just i don't know looking back i mean it makes sense i've always been anxious um but what i can remember (laughs) <laughs> well, I I mean, like, I should have figured out that I had anxiety a lot earlier, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, I remember the first time I knew something was really wrong was when I was in grade 11, and, um, um, what happened? I, 
So at my high school, I was a peer supporter, which is kind of like a like a counselor slash like a student counselor slash therapist for the younger grades. So if the younger grades were going through like anything really traumatic, they're supposed to well, they would come to a a peer supporter and ask for help. And because we worked with the therapist at the school, um, it would be like it would it was kind of like networking. So we'd help them through the therapist helping us see the problems and help and then somehow some way guide the student to the therapist and then you know everything would go all well because they'll be talking about their problems um so I was a peer supporter and um one day I don't know I felt like it was all piling up that's also another thing about anxiety it's like a it's like a how I see it is like you're carrying all these textbooks. Like, first you start off with one problem, and it's one textbook, and you're like, okay, this is a lot, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. And then another thing comes on, and another thing comes on, and another thing, and then you have, like, six problems in one, and you can't, you can't, obviously, with six problems, you can't dissect, um, you can't, you, you can't find a solution if you're looking at six problems at once. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So, in grade 11, lots of pressure, we're going to start applying for university. And I couldn't see over the hump. Like, I couldn't see me finishing a trick. Not because I was failing, but because school just was 5,000 problems in one and I couldn't understand it. So it would just lead me to cry sometimes. Like, I'd, I'd cry out of frustration, anger, sadness, and I didn't know what to do. So obviously I was like, I'm a peer supporter. I know what to do because I tell other students what to do um, when they're going through something like this. So I was like, girl, go to the therapist at your school. So um, I went to one and I don't know what happened our first session. Um, I don't really remember it. Um, It didn't help. (laughs) That's what I remember from it. But obviously it didn't help because I kept coming back. Um, And she also encouraged it. So it was fine. And the last day I went, um, none of my friends also know about this. So this is going to be the first time they hear about this whole dilemma and situation. Sorry. Sorry, you're only hearing about it now. And sorry to my mom um, for, I mean, if you're listening to this, I don't know how you found it on iTunes. Let's start there. I don't even know how you got onto podcasts. Let's start there. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, so... I walk into her into like her little room thing and she says, Bokani, draw me a picture of rain, you, rain and you. I don't know if she said an umbrella, but she just said, draw me a picture of some sort. So I was like, got this on the bag. I drew the picture and she said to me, she said to me, it just doesn't make sense like i've been through therapy now like i i've i've been through it um and like i just don't i don't it just doesn't make anyway but let me explain so i draw this picture and she says to me bukani you see you're all right like there's nothing there's there's nothing wrong with you and i was like huh and she goes and she looks at the she points at the picture and she says, "Look, you've drawn yourself protected. So you have an umbrella. Like I drew like 
rain clouds and then an umbrella and then me underneath the umbrella and me obviously holding the umbrella and she goes you see the umbrellas protecting you like you've drawn it over yourself which means somehow in the back of your mind you know that you are protected and that you're safe so and the rain is not touching you or not getting on you so you're fine and I'm like I look at her and I'm like in my mind instantly when she said that I was like I am never coming back to her because I still didn't feel like I was all right I don't know somehow some way I mean I got through it um but I still didn't feel like I was all right I don't I didn't feel like my problem was solved I feel like right then and there in that moment as a I don't know maybe I don't know what she studied (laughs) let me let me not let me not be rude but I feel like it should have clicked like it should have clicked that what I was going through is that I just felt like I had problems on problems on problems on problems on problems and I was anxious and scared that I, I couldn't get through these problems I mean also I think what I remember is that when I talk to her and be like I have this art assignment and I just I can't I, like I can't what with my anxiety it's almost debilitating and I know that's a dramatic word to use maybe it's not maybe it's not the right choice of word to use but it's just I can't do anything when I haven't when I'm anxious like I can't I can I can try but it's almost like I I can't I can't I can't get through it so um I don't know and I just felt like also with anxiety is that when you speak logic to it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. So throughout my high school career, so many of my friends, and I love you guys for, you know, you know, wanting the best for me and, and saying what you, what you knew at the time, like what, what you felt was best at the time, but it really didn't help. Like people said to me, just calm down, like don't stress that literally does nothing to me that that those words are empty like they they carry nothing with them and i know people you know they were just trying to help out but they literally they like telling anxiety you should just calm down like nothing 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 happens my problems are still there um and um that's when i realized in that moment in time after you know seeing her i just I closed the door. I was like, I'm never gonna go through therapy again because I'm just gonna feel stupid telling someone, hey, I'm going through something and them making me feel, listen to what I'm saying, making me feel doesn't mean that they actually did that, like they intentionally did that. But what I felt was my emotions and my feelings weren't validated. They weren't taken seriously. So, um, how I got diagnosed with anxiety, um, I was going to therapy about another situation that happened in my life that was traumatic and happened when I was a child. Um, and I'd been carrying it around with me for a long time. My mom even told me that you should go for therapy about this situation. And I put it off. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't. Like I knew someday, some some way, I have to confront it at some point. But I was like, for now, I can't. And when I was in second year, I realized I probably should do it right about this time, because it was like the issue was pressing on me. Like I, I felt like I had to make a decision, 
um, based on the issue. Um, and I was like, let me go for therapy. My mom knew this therapist. She is, she is, she is God sent. Like she is amazing. She was so, 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 so wonderful. And, um, she listened to me. She made my emotions feel validated. She made me feel like I was a strong woman and I could think for myself. And I was, and she handed me the tools to deal with my anxiety and to deal with, with times when I'd feel stressed or anxious. And they did help. It it really did help. Um, and... I was I was alright. I was alright after that. Also I went through something re- like my my grandfather passed away while I was doing therapy through too. So I just feel like um I'm so happy that I went to therapy because um after losing my grandfather, that was the first person I'd ever lost in my life that I actually knew and cared about. So it was it was very hard like especially Grieving is really hard, but we won't go into that today. Um, I just want to talk about how I got diagnosed with the anxiety, what I did um, afterwards, what I, how, like, looking back at my life, how I, how it makes sense that I have anxiety. Like, it's not like this, like what I said, it's not like it doesn't make sense. It makes complete sense. Like, even now, when I, when I think away about the way I process things, it makes complete sense that I was diagnosed with anxiety. It makes complete, like, it makes it's the most sense um and um i feel like the reason i'm starting this whole podcast is that um i just feel like it's it's important like knowing that i suffer from anxiety is important because it helps it helps me understand the way i think um and i feel so so saddened I mean, so sad, rather, for the people that I know, or the people who were like me, or who are like me, that don't know that they have anxiety and think it is a part of them, or think it is who they are, and there's nothing they can do about it. Knowing that I have anxiety empowers me, because I know that, I know that Number one, I'm not the only one going through this. And I know, number two, that I can be given the tools to to function and to, to rationalize and to fight my anxiety in order to become a better person. Um, like, thinking about it now, um, I don't know if this is too personal, but um, for, for instance, someone like... In my family, we, we're all high-strung. I mean, the women in my family are all high-strung. Um, varying degrees or so, but, like, we're, we're, all, we're all a little high-strung. And it makes sense as to, I don't know, it makes sense as to why we're like that. But um, for someone like um, my grandmother, she's, when I look at her in her old age, it, like, it... It somehow is, I know it's going to be a f- reflection of somehow how I'll be in the future. Because it's not like, um, it's not like, how do I say this? Uh, let me find the words. Um, 
okay, my grandmother, you can see she carries the traits of someone who has anxiety. Like she has, you could say, the symptoms. Um, like she she gets worked up um, and very anxious. You can see she gets very anxious about situations she can't control. <laughs> Hashtag me. And um, also about... Um, about like they just it just comes like it's it's not like she she needs a reason to be anxious it just comes and seeing her like that also makes me reflect as to how I'm like that too like I like I say anxiety it's it just it just comes there's no it it doesn't sometimes it's triggered by certain things but also sometimes it just comes and you're like I I don't even know I don't like you'll be sitting in a car this is what my my therapist said to me to make me realize oh shoot I do have anxiety she says do you find yourself sometimes just sitting in a car staring out the window and then all of a sudden (laughs) your heart starts it sounds so crazy your heart starts racing and your palms get all sweaty and there is no definite reason as to why these things happen or why you're feeling like that like that and until you think about it for a long time or you think about it after that moment where you're feeling anxious in the car and you reflect and be like oh yeah I was anxious because we were going to someone's house that I've never been to before and now I have to engage and meet with strangers and it's completely out of my norm and it's completely like that's what anxiety is like it's 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 well, for me personally, I'm speaking on how I experience anxiety. It may be different for other people, obviously, because it's a mental illness. It's, it's, I don't want to say personalized, but it's like, it's what you experience and it's the way you see the world. It's how you color the world, I guess. But, um, like, I just, like, find myself being anxious in the most like mundane situations um and when i look at my grandmother i can see that she also gets anxious in the most um i mean sometimes like i said sometimes it is triggered by certain things um but it makes a lot of sense and why i feel this podcast is important coming back to it again because i'm not getting to my point yet but why i feel it's so important is, is that seeing what my grandmother goes through made me feel a little bit sad because maybe back in the day there was no maybe no word for it like the dsm-5 just got just got released i think about a couple of years ago so we're still learning so much about mental health and thanks to everyone bringing awareness to it like it's it's more research and more funding is going into it um but because she wasn't given that word or that that diagnosis and only now she's been given it like i feel like so much of her life has been dictated i mean i'm assuming what i feel like is so much of her life would have been dictated by something that she could not control and give word to and and I just, I feel like, 
she wasn't given that empowerment to know this is what you've got and this is how we're gonna get through it and lots of us are going through it too so don't feel like you're alone boo like she wasn't given that and it's important it's also important as black people that we acknowledge that mental health is a real thing like it's really important i feel like you know, we don't take it seriously. I understand. <laughs> I mean, I understand why. Um, sometimes I really don't understand why. But I mean, I understand, you know, it's 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 almost um, stereotyped, if you could say. Or, or like, it's almost like, yeah, that person's crazy. Meanwhile, they might have a reason for being crazy. I'm not saying it's good to be a crazy person or to do really demented stuff. But I mean, like, sometimes... Giving it a label can help you find treatment and know how to solve the problem. And yeah, I just feel like it's really important. So I hope in creating this podcast, um, it empowers lots of little girls and women like me to know that they're not alone and to know that, you know, it's important we talk about these things and it's important that we have this conversation about mental health. I'm not saying that um, we're having this conversation to... I mean, we're having this conversation to try and find some solutions. And to, to you know, I just feel like it's important to realize that you're not crazy. Because for a long time, I really thought I was. Um, not like insane crazy, but I just really thought like... I just couldn't do like I just couldn't do it like I couldn't do this thing called life not in a really sad way but I just couldn't like it was just too overwhelming like it's just it's too much to take and sometimes it really is too much to take for me um like today but we but we won't talk about today let's talk about making prioritizing prioritizing Hmm. prioritizing our mental health above all else and knowing that we're not alone